Green and gold. Green, Green and, and gold. gold. Clap, clap. Jedediah is a man who once was a boy. And he wrote down all his feelings in a diary to enjoy. Now he's reading it again, reading it for you. Maybe you'll recognize yourself too. Jedediah Diaries, Jedediah Diaries, that's the name of this podcast. And now the song is through. Hello and welcome to week 41 of a little old podcast called The Jedediah Diaries. It's me, your host, Jedediah Baker. And I'm Tori Puckett. There he is. Still here. <laughs> Still kicking. What is it? Still kicking after all these episodes. After all these weeks. Let's get this over with. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Let's give the people what they want. You know, I've never done a project of this magnitude before, mm -hmm. but it is incredible how your attitude towards things change after 40 times. <laughs> I literally just want to get through it at I this know. point. There's an ebb and flow. I think oh, yeah. our enthusiasm wanes and also what's the opposite of waning? Waxes. Waxing. Ebb. What is that about? I mean, I know it's the moon. The moon and the tides. Waning and waxing? Mm -hmm. What do you think the Well, it's actually the derivation. Just, I guess it's just the moon. Yeah, it's what the shape of the moon is. Mm -hmm. Wanes and waxes. Mm -hmm. Why? I don't know. I don't know the etymology of... You want me to tell you an embarrassing story about not waxing and waning, but about my grappling with the word etymology? <laughs> you know I do. You know entomology the is the study of bugs. Yeah, and etymology is the derivation where, of where the word come from. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I was an English major in college. One of the first assignments I received as an English major was to look up the etymologies. That's the distinction uh -huh. of certain words. But the assignment was a little ambiguous. I went to the library. Oh my god! And I went to the insect science natural history. Like, did you go direct? Like, you sat in class and you were like, "I'm off to do the assignment," and you went directly to the insect part of the library yeah. because you'd heard entomology. Yeah. <laughs> this was 1999. Oh. This was before the internet was a thing, but Google was not. It was before people were just going to Google and yeah, like yeah. looking quickly out, looking out of their up. pockets. I could have gone to a dictionary. I didn't. Yeah. Well, um, you didn't but have I didn't, any reason I, to because I, you were like, I know what that word I, is. I know what that is. I could have checked with my classmates. <laughs> Why would you? I, Again. I didn't. Apparently, it made sense to you that this English professor would ask you to go look up info about bugs. This was English 86, which was... Uh, the bug English. It was uh, theory and criticism. They called it like the gateway class to, for an English major. Okay. We were studying the Tempest exclusively. You, but you there was were, no reason... <laughs> There was no reason to be looking at natural history. Or... Except it was your first semester in college yeah. and you were probably just like, well, I guess <laughs> this is I'm, what... I'm, you know, I don't know anything about this. Like, You're I guess right. this is what we do in college. You're right. I'm sure I'll understand eventually. Yeah, I was surprised at how all-encompassing being an English major. <laughs> so, yeah, I went to the natural history section of the library I took down some books by E.O. Wilson, who's, who studies ants, and I began my work. And I remember working <laughs> much of the evening on this problem. 
I, I wish I'd remembered what the assignment was because it's not like an hour in. I was like, this is nonsense. Like, I must have the wrong assignment. Because <laughs> I'm hoping that the story ends with you getting up in front of the class <laughs> the next week and giving a presentation on ants. I was making sense of what was happening. Like, I was somehow <laughs> I relating mean, it I to. I think that speaks to your intelligence, to be honest. <laughs> I was relating it to what we had talked yeah, about your in class. Co- your capacity to make connections sounds fabulous. And I ran into a classmate in the library. And we were both complaining about the assignment and, and <laughs> how difficult it was. But I got a, I got off basically scot free because I mean, other than the hours I'd put in. I like imagining you just be like, boy, huh? <laughs> Ants. I was well, I was spared embarrassment, both minor and major, because he said enough uh. to me that I very quickly realized I was like on the wrong bridge. <laughs> That I was on the wrong path. Oh. Luckily, I didn't oh. say to him, like, oh, bugs, you know? Like, yeah, yeah. Why are we looking up? <laughs> I don't get the connection. <laughs> yeah. He gave me enough information unknowingly oh, that, that I... Oh, you were just like, ha, ha, yeah. 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 So, oh, yeah, the meaning is where a word comes from. <laughs> so I quickly... Been studying it all night. I scrambled and I, I, I was spared. I mean, if I hadn't had that encounter, I would have really made a fool of myself. Or... Other people would have gone first in class and I would have sat there mortified and just pretended that I didn't do the assignment. (laughs) As he walked away, he wasn't like, oh, Tori, by the way, what are you doing in the natural history section of the the library? (laughs) And you're like, ah, I like the light here. (laughs) You like push a book about bugs off of the table. (laughs) And that reminds me of of, uh, probably around this time in the diary. We were sitting in what in ninety three nineteen ninety three. We were sitting in our seventh grade English class, mm. and our teacher asked us, "Does anyone here know who R. L. Stein is? You know who R. L. Stein is, the famous children's book horror author, mm-hmm. Goosebumps. I think R. L. Stein, most famously of the Goosebumps series. There had been a teacher at the elementary school named Carl Stein, <laughs> and I remember she asked the question. I obviously misunderstood." who she had asked about and I furiously waved my hand and I remember just being so excited that I knew the answer and I to was going to like who is Carl Stein and uh Dory? she called on someone else and they oh. gave it, and I again realized my mistake that is something I still think about in terms of how grateful I am that she didn't call on me as if it would have been that embarrassing I mean <laughs> but for some reason I felt like I'd really dodged a, a huge bullet yeah well let's see what kind of embarrassing bullshit I'm getting up to this week. (laughs) October 9th. Nothing happened today. Me, Josie, and Ellen, dad's girlfriend, went to the bowling alley. I got, like, three or four free games of pinball for no reason. (laughs) Things are looking up for little Jed. The Morseville Bowling Alley. Ah, uh, now an Agway. Mm-hmm. But in our youth, one of the only things to do in town. Yeah. Did you use the bumpers? No. Okay. God, no. Okay. For those of you who don't know, bumpers are these big inflatable tubes you can put in the gutter, which makes it impossible to get a gutter ball. Mm-hmm. Did you? No, no, Did I didn't. you just show up at the bowling alley and they'd be like, Louie! Louie the Paquette Boy is here! <laughs> get the bumpers! <laughs> The bumpers! <laughs> Tori, how you doing? Here you go. Here's your size four shoes, ladies. <laughs> Off you go. Good luck. Thanks, Louie. <laughs> 
Why did you ask? Somehow bumpers became like a metaphor for a certain kind of like training wheels, you know, a certain kind of like parenting style. Do you know what I mean? N- n- I have never, I, I mean, I, I'm aware of them, but I never, I don't believe I ever used them. I often heard, maybe I didn't often hear, but I was aware of parents who proudly said, I didn't let my kids use training wheels. I don't let my kids use bumpers. What? <laughs> no. You've heard a person say that? I mean, yes. It's like the antithesis to like helicopter parenting. The training wheels stop you falling over. They're necessary. But bumpers I think, just, just mean you can't get a zero. I think they meant it literally, but also metaphorically. Like this is how, you know, like my kids. And no bumper childhood. My kid's going to be tough. They don't they don't get this. My kid's going to get zeros in, in bowling. <laughs> if that's what it takes. <laughs> uh, no, I never used bumpers. Okay. But we don't, I don't talk about bowling. I talk about pinball. <laughs> pinball, yeah. Uh, I got three or four f- free games for no reason. For no reason. <laughs> now, with the benefit of hindsight, I can say there was likely a reason for it. Yeah. And I'd like us to try to, I'd like us to list out the possible reasons for my three to four free games of pinball 25 years ago. Well, maybe the coin operated thing was broken. So a glitch in the system. A glitch in the system. Perhaps someone had three times in a row unwittingly loaded up the machine ready to play and they got called away that every is... time they went back they were like damn it <laughs> what happened to my games <laughs> that is my current working theory for what actually occurred <laughs> yeah that, that somebody had put more quarters into the system than they than they needed and they needed for their game yeah also possible is that i was doing an incredibly good job at pinball and i just didn't i didn't know my own skill mm-hmm. which isn't likely because i'm very bad at pinball and you were given extra games yeah, it, yeah. they were they were merit-based yeah. free games yeah the system could have been hacked mm-hmm. by a nefarious actor mm-hmm. sort of cheating the system to give out free games yeah perhaps an invisible samaritan was giving you the free games intentionally yeah smoking a cigarette at a nearby <laughs> table <laughs> looking over and smiling as this young boy couldn't believe his luck (laughs) i like that like a guardian angel yeah kind of setting me up for free pinball yeah (laughs) that that's moved to the top of the pack now for my theories it could have been a miracle it could have been it could have also been a divine a a true guardian angel divine intervention Mm -hmm. um to give me uh, a little bit of extra joy (laughs) on this saturday I think that's probably it. And that seems like the whole list. Yeah. Or I could be mistaken, user error. It could be that I had one very long game of pinball yeah. that I just kind of misinterpreted as, as three. As dis- perhaps discreet. I perhaps at this point I was under the the erroneous belief that a game of pinball lasted one ball. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. That's true. So the, yeah, the three ball also... game that could be confusing. <laughs> because <laughs> sometimes you get that bonus ball so mm-hmm. three or four mm-hmm. that feels like the the list yeah I think. it does listeners uh if you have any other um any other compelling theories about what the reason was that i got three or four free games of pinball mm-hmm. give us a call at the tip line 1-802-851-9578 that baker boy sure plays a mean pinball <laughs> i was dumb <laughs> but not deaf and blind. Uh, so the end of this entry has something I've, I've attempted to scribble out. Oh, okay. But I have, I have seen through 
Oh, was, can you? My, my, oh. my uh, we don't always attempt. get so lucky. We don't. Scribbled out at the end of this entry is, I'm trying to make a quarter thing. <laughs> oh. So... Okay. I, I, just, I, I scribbled it out because I'm worried about getting in trouble because I probably feel like this is illegal. <laughs> Do you know what I'm talking about? I had just yeah. been at an arcade. I just got some free games and, and I was an like, idea. God, that felt good. <laughs> yeah. How do I make that happen again? Yeah. <laughs> what a, a quarter thing is, is <laughs> I think I'd maybe seen this on an episode of the Simpsons. Oh yeah. seems like something Bart would get. Up yeah, to. it does. Little shenanigans, mm-hmm. but I'm what I'm trying to make is a quarter with a string on it that you can put into an arcade game and then pull back out to get effectively <laughs> unlimited pinball and arcade games for life on one quarter. <laughs> the operative word here is trying because it did not work. <laughs> but what I did was somehow I bored a hole through a quarter, and then tied a piece of string through that hole. God. And the next time I went to the bowling alley, I tried it out and it didn't work. The string <laughs> broke and the quarter was gone. <laughs> Did you drill a hole? Or I drilled a hole. Okay. Yeah. I That's don't know how, but somehow I drilled. I remember a quarter. The thing is that a quarter, pinball games know exactly what a quarter is. Right. They know what it weighs. Yeah. They, they know what it weighs, basically. I mean, they know the circumference, but the weight is very important. So drilling mm. out a part of a quarter yeah. is going to make it no longer work. Right. That's why you can't put in a nickel. Right. Mm. And... There, there's some mechanism that once the quarter goes past a certain point, like a, like a barrier comes up and, yeah. and you can't just pull it back. <laughs> anyway, I didn't know that. So after this trip and my taste of free pinball, I went home and, and immediately tried to make it happen again. I mean, very industrious of me. It is industrious. You know? and even though it was it's a penny, failure. Penny pinching. Yeah. Can I ask you, do you remember? It wasn't penny pinching. I didn't, penny pinching is saving money. I didn't have the money to begin with. This was, this was so I could spend... More money than I'd ever have on video, on, on, <laughs> on, on, on pinball, games. on arcade games. Did you go to the bowling alley to try this out? Yeah. Okay. And you remember? You yeah, remember I, lost, the... I lost it. Okay. It was a real short experiment. <laughs> I love that you crushed it. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I feel like maybe, so there's a couple, again, a couple of options here. Mm-hmm. Either I crossed it out because I was embarrassed at my failure and I wanted <laughs> to erase any kind of record of, of my, even the attempt. Yeah. Or, and what I think is more likely, is that I knew it was wrong. It's stealing, mm-hmm. effectively. Mm-hmm. And uh, I didn't want to get caught. Mm-hmm. So I thought I'd scribble it out. <laughs> Too bad, little Jed. Present day Jed is on the case and you are busted. So what do you think about this? Mm-hmm. Is it stealing? If it had worked, and I went to the pinball machine at the bowling alley, and I played 10 games of pinball for free. I mean, strictly speaking, probably, Yes. But if you can outwit the machine successfully, uh-huh. I would like to think they'd concede, you know. The engineers behind it would be like, well played, kid. Yeah, I'd like yeah. to think so. Yeah, That's not an easy feat. And if it is, then it's a poorly designed piece of machinery. <laughs> it deserves to be hacked. Well, think of it this way. Say I go to the bowling alley. Mm-hmm. I play 10 games of pinball with my criminal quarter. And I leave. Mm-hmm. The bowling alley is out that two fifty. Right. Right? Mm-hmm. Have I stolen two fifty from the bowling alley? This is the conundrum I always had when I returned a videotape late. Yeah. You're charged a late fee. Yeah. You're charged, I don't know, four dollars a day or whatever. Yeah. 
I always had a problem with that. But that's because it is potential earnings that they've lost because it wasn't there to rent out. Right. And it's the same thing. Potential. It's potential. It's potential uh, well, the thing is, But if nobody's behind you waiting in line... And, and nobody's inquired about it in the last three days. <laughs> right. Well, in that case, it's more of a deterrent. Mm-hmm. The reasoning behind it is, well, you've maybe cost us money. Right. You probably didn't. It doesn't the, matter. It's the possibility. <laughs> of, yeah. Bring them back on time. Yeah. Because if I'd gone to the bowling alley without that criminal quarter, I wouldn't have spent 250 on the pinball machine. Mm-hmm. I would have spent zero on the pinball machine because mm-hmm. I had zero. Right. Or I had a quarter. I would have spent a quarter at most. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I did in the end. So in that way, no, I'm not stealing anything. You're not. Because the money was never theirs to begin with. Mm-hmm. And kind of like the videotape thing, as long as I'm not hogging the machine mm-hmm. and there's a line of people behind me holding quarters in their fingers waiting to play, mm-hmm. and I'm like, fuck off, it's, this is mine. <laughs> I'm the pinball wizard of Morrisville. <laughs> Then, then I'm doing something bad because that's I'm, true. I'm, then I'm stopping. But if there's literally no one else in the arcade, there is a distinction. I think that's a victimless crime. It is not going into the cash register and taking two fifty from the cash register, which is undeniably stealing from the arcade. Yes, it's like not a criminal mm. thing. Yeah. It's, it's a, fraud. Is it fraud? Maybe it is fraud. <clears throat> well, consider this my confession. We talked about intent last week, but in legal. Intent is the difference between manslaughter and murder. Right. I was fully intending to bilk this yeah. pinball machine out right. of out of quarters. It's not their concern that you're bumbling, that you didn't carry out. <laughs> In the end, I didn't commit a crime because my crime tool was so ineffective <laughs> yeah. as to actually do the opposite of commit a crime. I, I played one legal game of pinball. Actually, I probably didn't even play a legal game because the quarter didn't register as a quarter because yeah. it had a hole in it. <laughs> So in the end, no harm, no foul, I think. That's a legal term. Yeah. October 10th. It snowed. This morning. It melted. Wow. Who cares? (laughs) I finished my art thing. It is late. Not much happened today. Bodhi was acting weird. (laughs) We got a nothing happened today variant in this entry. What did you say? Nothing much happened or? Not much happened today. Mm-hmm. Some stuff did happen. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> That's true. It snowed and melted, which is the same thing. <laughs> That's one thing happening. Yeah. And yeah. I finished my art thing, which I guess is something. <laughs> but I think playing three or four miracle games of pinball and then attempting right. to do crimes is more something than. Than what happened the following day. Than snowing and yeah. art. I do too. Well, snow. Art. I don't know. The thing is, we don't know what kind of art thing. Yeah. October 11th. Nothing happened today. I went to Taekwondo. I got my book order. Toby and Spook were lying on Spook's bed together. Mm. Aww. <laughs> That's cute. My throat hurts. Mm-hmm. But before my throat hurts, I've written my throcht, throcht twice. Mm. Mm-hmm. I've, I've misspelled throat Again. twice. Yeah, a tough one. That's a I word. don't. I don't begrudge my younger self this yeah. at all. That's a word you've struggled with throughout the diary. I mean, I misspell throat wrong in the exact same way twice. Really? <laughs> this is what I really You're struggled with. A, this one taking a swing. Yeah. I wonder. Yeah. I wrote it down. Was like that's not right. And I wrote it down again. And I was like, God, I did it 
I did it the way I think it is, but that's the same and also still not right. <laughs> and maybe I went and looked it up then. I find it unlikely that I went wrong in identical ways twice and mm-hmm. then correct on the third try. But maybe, maybe this is the maybe this is the instance when you learn how this to spell is, through. Oh yeah, we're seeing we're seeing wow. it happen. Wow. Mm-hmm. You've never looked back since then. This is a real turning point in the diary. <laughs> yeah. You know how to spell throat now. <laughs> Forevermore. Wow. Toby and Spook. Dog and cat. Mm-hmm. Dogs and cats mm-hmm. living together. Mass hysteria. <laughs> That's from Ghostbusters. All right. It must have been an event. They probably, maybe they didn't do this before. Yeah. They weren't, maybe they were still a little cagey around each other. They'd known each other for a few years at this point, right? Yeah. Did they get along pretty well? Did they I don't know. Do? It sounds like no. Yeah. It sounds like this was not a usual occurrence. Mm-hmm. Or it was. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> and I just noticed it this day. <laughs> October 12th. I got a haircut. I took a shower. I washed my hair. I didn't finish my homework. I'll finish it tomorrow. I talked to Matt on the phone for a long time. (laughs) This was around the time when I remember starting to talk to your friends on the phone for a long time. Oh. I remember the first time it happened. I was very confused. You, you just hang up the phone. What was that? <laughs> up to that point, as I remember, your friends would call when they wanted something, or like not wanted something, but when they wanted you yeah, to like come over to come o- or or to come over themselves. Exactly. Mostly coming over related activities. So I remember the first time a friend called, and it was Matt, just to talk. We started talking, and we talked probably for an hour. And the whole time, I was like, okay, well, like, when is the invitation gonna come? And then. <laughs> We like wrapped up the phone call and I was, I was very confused about what, like you just said, (laughs) what that, what that was. I mean, I liked it. We had a great conversation. It was a new experience for me. I mean, sounds like this was all Matt's doing. This is the first time I've ever mentioned anything like this. He had older sisters. They probably talked at length on the phone. He saw what they were doing. He learned it from watching them. He learned it from watching them. We didn't have that model. October 13th. I took a bath. I got my picture taken in school. I didn't go to TKD. I didn't have any homework. I hate school. (laughs) I did some exercises. (laughs) There they are. Again with the exercises. You hate school despite the fact that you don't have any homework. Yeah. I started out this school year really shouting, I hate homework. Right. Um, every other day mm-hmm. and it turns out it's not the homework mm-hmm. it's the underlying homework was just a symptom yeah <laughs> the problem is school itself <laughs> yeah which i hate i don't remember hating school yeah i think it's maybe is i'm feeling very uncomfortably socially i think that's my hatred is less the academics of it sure. all and more the indecipherable social dynamics mm-hmm. that i just don't don't really get yeah yeah. No, it's a stressful situation to put yourself in every weekday. Oh, yeah, of course. I'm taking baths, back to baths. I yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. I probably took the bath after school. Right, I didn't take it in the morning, and I didn't take it last night. So yeah. I ended my day with a nice bath. Mm-hmm. Nice comfort. A little bit of post-exercise activity. <laughs> I did my exercise. Warm, warm those muscles up. I don't know. I still don't know what that is. The exercises. I think my guess is it's all in the... I want a girlfriend continuum. I wish I had a girlfriend. You're not feeling great about yourself. You're like, want to get in shape. I don't think so. Really? Maybe. Actually, oh God, you know, now I'm I'm just suddenly remembering 
I would do crunches in bed. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Not the most effective place to do a crunch, but, <laughs> but I would kind of, I was just lying there anyway, and I was like, let me knock some crunches out before I fall asleep. <laughs> and once I remember in my bedroom at my dad's house, mm-hmm. you know, my dad was just watching TV in the living room, and every few minutes I would come out to announce to him that I'd done several hundred more crunches. <laughs> and i was just in my room doing endless crunches and just being shocked at the numbers that i was hitting i I wanted someone to witness like the springs of your mattress helping you along (laughs) those crunches i may have been doing on the floor floor. but they were not full crunches it was basically just a stomach tense and then back down So, well, that's kind I mean, of a, I did hundreds of them. There is a difference between a sit-up and a crunch. And that, sure. That does sound kind of like a crunch. Yeah, but I mean, like like your shoulders coming a few inches off right. the ground. Like, the, the 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 this is at the lower limit of what could be considered a crunch. <laughs> yeah. But I did a lot of them. It may have had to do with girls, but mm-hmm. it may have... I think it was mostly just like I, I was unhappy with my, my little body. Yeah. And, I, and I, maybe I was trying to do something about it. Mm-hmm. But where did this come from? I guess you're right. It could have just been... Wow, it's seventh grade. Clearly nobody's interested in me. So perhaps I've got to make some changes. Yeah. How could I do that? Get very strong. Yeah. Was that part of your plan? Yeah, I think around this time, for the first time, I was aware that some people were physically in shape. Some people were probably more naturally muscular than me, more built, more athletic. So I was like, okay, it's time to step this up. It's time to start doing a version of whatever exercises you were doing. I wonder if I learned from watching you. Maybe. What kind of exercise? No, I did push-ups and yeah. like, you know, that was about it. Similarly, actual push-ups. I would time. go out into the living room and, and do them in front of my parents just to, just to show. It's funny that I was <laughs> I was doing them for I was doing them with the idea of one audience in mind, which was like my peers. Yeah, yeah. But as I was doing them, I also needed an audience during that yeah. the, during that process. Well, in a way, it keeps you honest. If you're in you're the right. middle of the living room between your parents and the television set and you're like half-assing push-ups they're going to be like tori we can see you're you're not doing proper push-ups you're barely moving yeah you know you wouldn't and you wouldn't wouldn't want that to happen no yeah so i like that we both utilized our our parents and our exercise regimes uh, yeah mostly just like just cluing them in letting them know their sons weren't total marshmallows (laughs) I've got our 1994 yearbook mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. Tori, will you describe it to the listeners? It's like a gold, a gilded cover, and it has a very fancy kind of uh, geometric design Embossed. with a, with a drawing of a wolf mm-hmm. in the center. The wolf was our high school mascot. Yeah, yeah. This is our first year with the wolf, and it's called the Peepalonian. We went to a school called People's Academy. Yep. We were just seventh graders, so our our portraits won't be in here. Yeah. But um, there's a class photo, which mm. might be able to tell us something. Here it is. Class of 99. Class of 1999. Oh, there we are. Me and Matt in the first row. You in the third row. What is that about? We're already drifting away from one another. <laughs> uh, you guys are right next to each other. Yeah. I'm I do remember. a couple rows back. It was a disorganized oh, march okay. to the front to the front of the steps oh, and i can imagine i'm the kind of person who's like you know what i'll just i'll just end up where i end up it's mm-hmm. fine i don't need to be anywhere and me and matt elbowed our way to the front of the <laughs> so to the front could, row so that your genes could be recorded for history forever god it's so funny looking at this photo the kids who were cool then still look cool to me <laughs> well i mean like, they imprinted on you at an early age that and, they were cool you know 
I still feel a little intimidated looking at them, even though they're 12 year olds. <laughs> I mean, I think if you were walking down the street and you saw some a group of 12 year olds that looked like the cool kids from our class today, yeah. I know I would be like, I'd cross the road. <laughs> Because they would absolutely make fun of me, and I don't want that to happen. (laughs) You're right. October 14th. Dad put Bodie under a popcorn bucket. It was funny. (laughs) You can laugh. It was funny. (laughs) The homecoming dance will be on Sat. I hope I dance with someone. Sigh. Oh. You wrote Sigh? I wrote Sigh in parentheses. Oh, okay. I was going to ask if you put asterisks or... No, parentheses. parentheses. Stage direction. The second dance. He sighs. Of the year. You, we, I feel like the last one just happened, man. I know. What, why do they have to happen so often? Yeah, we've had a taste of it and we know what to expect. I hope I dance with someone. There's a sense of anticipation and dread. It's Well, you know, that's at least I'm going into it with, with hope. Yeah. You know, rather than the foregone conclusion that I'm going to be just as miserable as the first time around. Mm-hmm. Which, if you'll remember, I didn't dance with anyone. And I called it a boring, stupid waste of time. Yeah. So <laughs> I've got higher hopes mm-hmm. uh, for this one. And I really hope for my sake that they pan out. Me too. October 15th. The pep rally was good. Dance tomorrow. Sean thought the homecoming week was when the exchange students came home. <laughs> what a retard. I got a PA sweater. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, Sean didn't know. This was our that first is, homecoming. That is unfair of me. So this was, it was reasonable to, to venture a guess. We never, we didn't know. We never heard of homecoming mm-hmm. before. Mm-hmm. <laughs> our far-flung exchange students. <laughs> I'm sure there were a few <laughs> coming home. We just sent them off and now it's time to come back for Time to come home in weekend. the middle of a semester. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't really think it through, did he? Yeah. <laughs> uh, sorry again for using the R word. Yeah, I mean, homecoming. I, we all know what it is now, but on, on you know, it is not the most self-evident thing. It's when everyone who used to go to school here comes comes home back for, for a weekend, weekend. To, mm-hmm. to have a good to tailgate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Their old stomping grounds. Right, tailgating or whatever else. Go watch the going sports to sports, sports game. Mm-hmm. I'm not really one for homecoming. No, I've never been either. Are we meant to go to? PA's homecoming. I mean, we could. We could? I think the invitation still stands. Oh, my God. I've never even considered it. I guess that's it, right? It's for anybody. It's Yeah. Any, well, any it's, more, it's an event for the people who are there. It's an excuse for a dance and right. a rally, a yeah. pep rally. But it is a chance for people who, usually people who are freshly graduated to come home. But it's not strictly for the freshly graduated. Yeah. I mean, we could go back. I mean, we might. We should maybe, go. The, maybe it's this weekend. Well, we've been. Oh, do you want to go? Yeah. <laughs> the pep rally was good. Senior year, I was on the homecoming court. I, I remember. Was, uh, I was I was the court jester. I remember. Which, I guess that's cool. Mm-hmm. Is that something I should be embarrassed by? No. Isn't that just like, hey, you're the one we laugh at, <laughs> idiot? Here's no. A, here's, a, here's a goofy crown. Yeah. Okay. There was the king, the queen, the prince, the princess. Right. And the jesters. Right. Both male and female. Mm-hmm. Did every school do jesters? That kind of always struck me as something we made up just to give two more people awards. <laughs> I don't know. Crowns. I don't know. And closing out the week, fresh new PA sweater mm-hmm. at the pep, at the to, pep wear, to wear to the pep rally. Show, showing my school spirit. 
School spirit is a weird, that's a weird thing. That seems like a, like a nationalism in miniature. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, like you know, wh- whipping the crowds into a frenzy <laughs> over the greater good. <laughs> As your sports team rides to victory, yeah. the, the carcasses of their opponents. You know, it's pride in your school. Yeah. You're right. It is kind of maybe an indoct- uh, young in- an indoctrination. Mm-hmm. That's also kind of a pessimistic way of looking at it. It is. It's just like, you know, it's we are you are a community. Mm-hmm. Why not have a little bit of Yeah, no, it is a cynical view. You know, people go on to feel this great allegiance to sports teams and so I think it's it's a version of just being proud of your you're right, being proud of your community. That's yeah. a, that's a that's a kinder way to look at it. Liking something so much that you want to wear a sweater. Yeah. With its name on it. Yeah. Liking something so much, a cause greater than yourself that you give up all your rights for that cause. <laughs> That's the American way. <laughs> uh, ending this week on a bit of a cliffhanger. Tomorrow. Tomorrow's the big day. Tomorrow's the homecoming dance. The homecoming homecoming during the day and the dance at night. Uh, and I've got I've got hopes. Mm-hmm. I've got hopes and I suppose we'll have to wait until next week to see what happens. Do you suppose you'll be wearing your PA sweatshirt to the dance? I mean, I hope not. I do too. <laughs> <laughs> This is one time I wish I could go back and give you a, give you some intel, give you a heads up. <laughs> I mean, maybe you know, this week I'm feeling, I'm feeling, I should be feeling attractive from from getting all nice, yeah. nice up for the portrait day. Mm-hmm. You know, I know I got a taste of it. I've taken, a, I've ta- I'm doing my exercises. Yeah, you know, I've taken baths. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, I'm getting my, getting myself all freshened up mm-hmm. for Saturday. But today, the pep rally. Do you remember any? Chance? That's uh, is there one with P A P A P A? Wasn't there one like peoples? Uh, so something with peoples. Uh, it's too far. Peoples gone. Academy. <laughs> peoples Academy. Peoples Academy. P E O P L E. S and A and C and A and D and D and M and Y. People's Academy. People's Academy. (laughs) Jedder Diaries. Jedder Diaries. That's the name of this podcast. And now this episode is through.